Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Far From Pro Podcast. I am your host, Evan Walsh. Here with me, my co-host, Joseph Meyer. And today, today we have Big a day. very special guest for you guys. My good friend, an All-American Notre Dame tackle, Joseph Alt. Can we get a round of applause for the people? Come on. Get it going. Thank you. Come on. Thank you. So, Joe, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot I'm going to start you off here. Uh, with a pretty unique question. Love it. How is Notre Dame? How is it compared to Minnesota? And talk know. to me. Would be, what what made you choose the Fighting Irish over all the schools? Fighting Irish. To? All right. Let's just start with the weather. Thought the weather was gonna be like a little bit better. You know, you're a little bit further south. You're in Indiana. Weather sucks mm-hmm. here. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything. It rains or snows every day. Mm-hmm. It's awful. But it's windy. But it sucks. Notre Dame, so far, has been great. I mean, got a surprise, you know, playing as a freshman. Didn't think I was going to have that, so that's been great. School sucks. It's really hard. People are way too smart, and I feel like a dumbass sitting in class. But, hey, that's what it is. Um, I got put in a really crappy dorm to my my semester. Uh, It was a 20-minute walk to the center of campus. Luckily, I have a little little Razor scooter. You know, like, don't but I got, I got a little bit bigger one because, you know, I'm fat, so I have to, like, get a heavier one. <laughs> so I got a nice little Razor scooter that I just whip around on campus. I did hit a lady the first day I had it. Knocked her, her, knocked her down. It was pretty bad. But How hey. old was this lady? Was this, uh... Ooh, she was probably, like, late 20s, early 30s. She she hit That's down. Right. She, she hit pretty hard. It was, it was <laughs> bad. I was about to say, if that was an elderly woman. Uh, yeah, I know. It was a different case. Hey, you better watch yourself here, Joe. You're going to be making a lot of money one day. These girls will take advantage of you real fast here now. <laughs> I don't think she knew who I was at the time. So thankfully, okay. you know, was, this was early on. No one knew who oh I was. God. I was just a big guy in a scooter who looked like a, looked like a naff. But, uh, yeah, Notre Dame's been good. Football's good. Busy. School sucks. Yeah, there you go. There's yeah, your I mean, there's your very in depth answer about nothing about Notre Dame. It's a that that's a that's a tough school. Like, you think of Notre Dame, you think of some smart kids that go there. Yeah, and you go you go there too. Um, Evan tells me you had a class. Don't worry. Say that again. It's in the very back corner of the class. Oh, see, as you, see that's what the athletes. Is that I think that's an athlete thing everywhere, right? Well, it, it might be, but I just sit back there and play World of Tanks like I'm in 12, 12 years old. Well, and just to the mind. contrary, Joe was a great student in high school. I mean, he was a yeah, 4. that's what Evan was telling student. me. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I tried. Yeah. You know, you, there you go. Well, my my dad always said though, cheating ain't. Tr- if you're not cheating, you're not trying. So. <laughs> oh, if you're not cheating. Let me tell you about the last dad I would want to piss off. John Alt is at the top of that list. Let me tell you, number one. There is no one A. There's no one B. He is one. Um, John has been nothing but a great guy to me. But man, would he just be the last human eye on earth I'd want to mess with? Let me tell you. Uh, Why is that? Why is that? Oh God! How much should we tell the people about this? Man? Yeah, I, you know it's only a twenty-minute interview. We really don't have enough time to get through it all. But I mean, let's just say this: I, I did sleep over at Joe's house one time, and I, I vividly recall this man's father maybe sleeping like an hour of the night. I mean, we were—I mean, it was literally an hour, and this guy was just always up and at him, moving around. I mean, he was—you could hear him all night, and I was—I was genuinely concerned because I was like, I wonder. I wonder if he's this guy's gonna catch some sleep. I mean, it was like a Friday night, and I'm like, all right, this guy's gonna go enjoy his time, enjoy sleep. No, they're actually quite opposite, quite opposite. To and the that's uh, that's NFL NFL player John L. Is that correct? That is correct. 
So you got it. You got it in the family. Uh, yes, yes, I do. There you go, dude. Um, I, so I, I saw your, I was looking through your profile on the Notre Dame website and I saw you had a video. It was like a Notre Dame gold rush video. Oh, please don't. Pull that. <laughs> Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to go find this video and I'm, I might link it in the description of the YouTube. Oh, it was a beautifully edited video, a fantastic, you know, piece of story. I mean, yeah. it really had me engaged. It really had me engaged. What what, what was that? Was that something everyone, all the new athletes did? or? Yeah, everyone had to do that, and no one tried but me. <laughs> but <I talked laughs> and she made me videotape everything, and it was so embarrassing. It was awful. So, it was the worst thing I've ever done. So, being at, like, be honest. When your team was making a run this year, and you guys were having you were you had a great squad. You had a great team. You guys were looking to make it, to hopefully make a run to the Final Four or college football final four, um, final four. you know, whatever, college football playoffs. Um, when he, Brian Kelly announced he left, he's like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm, I'm out of here. And mm-hmm. you guys hired Marcus. Yes. Did you, how did you feel about that hire? How did you feel about him just leaving? I mean, you, he recruited you, right? He was your coach that got you here. And then through the midway through your season, he just gives you the big middle finger. He just leaves but you guys rehire a coach who was on the staff. How does how did how does that feel? How do you like the new coach? And how did you feel when he left? Yeah, I'll start with uh, Coach Freeman. Huge fan. I mean, that was the the best hire possible for our team. He's a players coach. Love the guy. I mean, that couldn't have been any better. So, Coach Freeman, everything's great there. Uh, yeah, when Coach Kelly left, it was definitely a surprise. Uh, all the freshmen were sitting in our mandatory study hall hours in the middle of the Army building. And we were reading our Twitter because we obviously weren't doing, we weren't actually doing study hall because why would we do that? And we're all on Twitter and we say, hey, oh, Coach Kelly's leaving. And we hadn't got a message from anybody, had no idea. Wow. We started calling our coaches. Coaches didn't know. And we're like, what the hell Your is going on? Your coaches didn't know about it? Coaches didn't know. Coaches how didn't did, know. I have no idea how that gets out. Like, how does uh, the media get to that before? That's it crazy. Came, it must have came from LSU. That's the only thing I that, can think of. That yeah. would probably be it. So they were like, excited. Yeah, so we're like, okay, what's going on? We it gets to like eleven thirty. I'm like, I got, I mean, I got a big day of school tomorrow. Got to like, you know, get get focused in the back corner of the class. I gotta go to bed. We get this like mass. We have this like app. It's called Teamworks, which like all the players are like are connected to it or whatever. We get this mass text from our coach like, hey, we got a meeting tomorrow morning at seven a.m. I was like, fuck, because I just want to sleep in. Anyways, that happened. Everyone's like, oh, he's gone. He's definitely gone. So we wake up. And that, that message that was supposed to be, like, classified, no one was supposed to get that, was sent to, like, I was on Twitter in less than five minutes. <laughs> Everybody had it. So that yeah. was great. And then we got in the meeting the next morning, and literally, I think it was, like, two minutes and 37 seconds or something. And it was literally just saying, yeah, I'm leaving. And two hours later, there's a video of him landing in Baton Rouge. And that was it. He was wow. gone. Yep. Wait, his goodbye speech was two minutes and 37 seconds? Yeah, you didn't yep. see that. He left. That was, there was the a video was having a field day with that one. Yep, there was, there was a video of his car leaving the parking lot, and he was gone onto a plane. And, uh, and that was the last time you had heard from him or talked to him or anything. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. I, uh, so what's it like now? Like, obviously, you got recruited by a different coach. What's your what's your mindset going in next year now? Obviously, it's going to be a different coaching staff yeah. and stuff. But. So I, my O-line coach had, uh, got left as well. So I have a new, completely new, like, coaching staff wow. around me. So a new O-line coach and a new head coach. And there's definitely a different – I mean, the standard's the same. Football's the same. Go win games and how are we going to do that. But the way they're approaching it's a lot different. And 
you know, I preferred Coach Freeman's practices more than I did Coach Kelly's. I think Coach Freeman's are a lot faster paced. They're more, I mean, they're shorter, but they're a lot more intense. Like we'd sit out there with Coach Kelly for two hours and I feel like we're getting more done in an hour and a half with Coach Freeman than we were with mm-hmm. Coach Kelly. So I like it so far. It's definitely different, but you know, spring ball is underway right now. So getting used to that. So it's going well. Yeah, I mean, awesome. for anybody who doesn't know, Joe Alt here, let me tell me if my credentials are right here. Around 6'7", is that where we're, is that the height right yeah, now? Yeah, we're, we're, I think we're around 6'8", more six. so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. Round up. 6'8", what, what are we weighing in at now, huh? What are we weighing in at? Uh, I guess I've tipped him as 315 oh, how right now. How about it now? Right. Joe, how yeah. about it? Why not you, big dog? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Why not you? Getting heavy. Getting heavy. You know I uh, it's funny. So I went to freshman year. I went freshman year. I went to high school with Joe, and he was when I had left high school. I think when I had transferred back to my original high school, I think Joe was probably. Oh God, you're probably six two, like. If that. You were you weren't. Fe- I was I was a bowling ball. You, you I were, was yeah, like you were, six. Mm. I mean, you were yeah. You were sort of just like you were just like a brick shit. I was, I that was, would be the only way. I, you were just like. Oh, unathletic. You were on, you were hefty. You were hefty would be the word. I would, but I mean, you were yeah. you were a bigger kid. But then when I left, you just grew to be like six eight, and then you were like three hundred pounds. And I was like, oh fuck, he's going to the NFL for sure. Yeah. And now I'm I'm sitting here wondering like <laughs> now you're validated. No, he. I mean, come on. I mean, does that that's got to be your end goal, right? I mean, your your goal right now is to make it to the NFL. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like, do yeah. you like? There, I mean, you're you're an all American as a freshman old lineman. You probably never. Did you expect to play as a freshman at all in any minutes? Uh, I didn't expect to see the field till end of sophomore, maybe junior year. So was that just a surprise when they threw you out there? I mean, we had some injuries and and stuff like that. So like, you kind of saw it coming a little bit. I was playing a little bit of tight end to start the year a little bit, but definitely a surprise that I I mean play the last whatever games I played was definitely a surprise. I didn't. I mean. Didn't expect to see the field as a freshman, so yeah. Tight end, so like, you got yeah. middle linebacker lining up on you. I would not. I would not want to line up against you. Yeah, we put, if you're tight we put end. me in on some like heavy packages at tight end. You know, Evan would know field goal. Evan was a big field goal guy. That I was. That I was. Field goal. Here's the edge. He did let. I'm not gonna say someone maybe possibly get through the line. I'm not. Gonna All right. Say here's the deal. Here's the deal. If you go back to the film, the proof is in the pudding here. <laughs> He did not make a play. There were no plays made no. on my, from my end or the guy who I was blocking. Did he get through? That's yeah. not the question. The question is, did he make a play? And no, he did not. So uh, no, I did, did my job. If you, It's in the film. Um, I'm glad you acknowledged that, though. I was on I was on field goal. Um, I was a blocker. Yep. I, he's also on offense. I did line up yep, against that. He Evan. did. Um, yep. That was unfortunate on my part. There were a few times where I had to reevaluate myself after the play because I had to make sure my – Stuff was working that did as well as it did before the play started. But, no, I mean, it, it was a good time. I mean, I've known Joe here since, personally, I would say eighth grade. Like, that's when I really got to personally know him. I mean, we've all, I've always known Joe around. I've played him in sports since, yeah. like, fucking, like, third, fourth grade. So, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I've been physically dominating him. For God knows right. how long, but that's not important. Just, What's important now is we're getting an interview just, going. So Joseph, do you have any other questions to keep hit shooting at Joe? So here? I just want to know if if this is accurate. If this is how you would describe yourself, okay? One of your teammates he said, "I found this oh, quote on I'm not sure what it is, Notre Dame Daily or something. Great publication, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, great. Uh, about you, 
if he gets his hands on you, you're screwed. That dude came in here and worked his tail off, and it's working out. Is that how you describe yourself? You're screwed if you, someone gets if you get your hands on someone. Um, I mean, <laughs> sure. I, I I would say, got pretty good athleticism for the position. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm athletic overall, but for being a tackle, I'm pretty athletic. Mm-hmm. So, if I'm in good relative position, I would say yeah, pretty pretty good. good Do you have a favorite memory from your first year? Do you have a first, like a specific game or a specific day that like? Yeah, we uh. My first game I started was at Virginia Tech, and they play Enter Sandman. And if you, oh. if you, yeah, if you see any any of the Virginia Tech games, my my parents were there because I was playing, and they said the the concrete stadium was shaking; it was so loud. That place gets rowdy. Yeah, it was nuts, and just like, you know, you see it when you're watching like NFL games and stuff where they can't hear, and like living it, like like actually being in it, and like I literally couldn't hear the guy next to me mm. was pretty crazy so yeah i would say just that whole virginia tech game was pretty yeah, cool because i mean that's not something you expect as a freshman to have to actually like no. deal with a crowd that's like crazy but you guys won that game right you guys yeah we did we uh, came back and won yeah good oh, one awesome. what yeah. about did you did you play in the wisconsin game this year uh i played in tight end in the wisconsin game gotcha. I, I actually won series of tackle but yeah that was like my first tackle experience that was, was it like playing in uh what, what it's very name? interesting Bears playing field. different different teams like that was our only big 10 opponent last year yeah. no purdue but i didn't play purdue so but they're just it's crazy how different teams play wisconsin was so big like just yeah. their guys like on the d-line like most teams we play like average around like 250 on the d-line they were averaging all over 300 it was nuts wow. so just these big heavy guys it's completely different it's that yeah. che- it's that wisconsin cheese that gets exactly our, boy, our boy riley mullman's over at with wisco baby did you say what's up yes, to him I did. Oh. Yep. Post game. That's, that's a good guy right there. That's a real good, yeah, that's guy. A good guy. We got to get him. That's, on a, that's another another mm-hmm. large human. Yeah. Oh, he's a big boy now. He's a big. Boy. We're we're a big fan of the large humans. All right. Good. Um, good. So tell me, what's like the what's an average day for a Notre Dame football player? The schedule look like. Like, what's walk us through your daily routine? In season or out of season? Mm, let's go out of season. What's your out of season routine look like? All right, I'll give you a, I'll give you a practice day just because we're we're in spring ball right now. So my Tuesday, it's my worst day of the week. I uh, get up at five, make my nice breakfast. Same thing every morning. I have a Propel. I have a, a Asiago Parmesan bagel. With oh come herb. on, oh. Joe! Come on, Joe! Well, here we go. I am a huge breakfast bagel guy. Literally, last pod, it was my hot <laughs> for the week breakfast bagels. Come on now, Joe! Yep, yep. Little oatmeal. With a nice okay. band. Great okay. morning. Head over to the Keeping facility. It classy. I get my ankles taped, get my gear on, put my knee braces on, which I hate, <laughs> my elbow sleeves, get my hands taped, meetings. Then we got we have meetings, a little walkthrough where practice starts. Practice is over about 10 10. Shower, eat again, because you know I'm fat, gotta eat a second time. Class at eleven, class at twelve fifty or class at twelve thirty, class at three thirty, class at five oh five. Wow. Now, what do you major in? And, that, and that's off season. Yeah, that's off season. That's wow. Awesome. Yep, that's uh, mechanical engineering for oh, you. Oh God, go. Joe! Why go. would you do that yeah. to yourself? <laughs> that's my mom. That's my mom. Oh, is Miss Alt on that one? Yeah, she made. Why? Me. Why? Yep. Why? Why? Why did you want mechanical engineering? I didn't. Why? <laughs> I would have loved some easy, easier degree where I'm just writing papers or something. But instead, I'm just. Just intertwined in the calculus and physics. No, that is, that is a that is a fucking brutal major, bro. It's yeah. awful, and I'm barely barely swimming. No, yeah. Are there say- any? 
are like, like any of your teammates in like super hard majors? I got no, one no. teammate who's doing or two teammates that are in engineering. <laughs> they're both walk-ons, um, but none of them none of them in my class. They're both older. Because yeah. here in Nebraska, we have sports media and yeah. all of the athletes do it because it's like it's pretty easy just ask. at the base level. My brother-in-law went to Nebraska. I gotta ask. Oh, really? I guarantee you he did sports media. He probably did. Yeah, I guarantee you he did. I mean, it's fun because you get to you look over and you got two guys, two giant men next to you. Right. On yeah, side, I got but... So who? So who? Uh, tell us about like your family background. I know you got a really athletic family, but not just not just with your blood, but in laws too. If I know, okay. if I remember correctly, so run us through your athletic part of your family here. All right. So, yep, my dad played in the NFL for 13 years. My brother is currently playing hockey for – he just got traded. He's been working AHL and NHL. He's with oh, – I don't even know their – I don't even know the NHL team. He's with the AHL team right now. But he's out in New York. So he's playing hockey. My One of my sisters played basketball at the University of Denver. And then I have a brother-in-law who played baseball at Nebraska and then went on to play for the Baltimore Orioles organization. Wow. That's, about I mean, now? that's just genetics right there. I mean, yeah. that's just... now, the, the, now the standard in the alt household is held at a very high bar and this family, oh, very family oriented and also very large. I mean, you have a pretty big family, Joseph. Yeah. I mean, this family you're talking, of yours. You're saying size or like well, people? Size. I mean, well, his dad's, your dad's bigger than you still, right? Not anymore. I'm officially beat him the scale. There you go. Officially beat him the scales. Does he? Does John still get on you like he used to about sports? Oh, Evan, you know. Yeah, you know what? I regret. (laughs) I knew coming out of my mouth what my answer was, but I just wanted to say it for the people. No, it's all right. For the people, I got it. You mean you mean Sundays after the game, we're not sitting sitting in the hotel room watching the game over again on TV. (laughs) <laughs> Bro, that is just that. That is, I guarantee you, you are. I guarantee that you are. I guarantee it's eight a.m. the next morning, and John Alt is there in that hotel room. Notebook, and I'm sitting down, getting ready to get my second second coaching. I mean, does that how how does it? I mean, does, does how does that feel though? Having him coach you. I mean, he is a Hall of Fame lineman. How does that feel knowing that he's there coaching you up, trying to get you to the next level? I mean, he knows. He knows it. He knows his stuff. So everything he says is repeated by like my other coaches. So I know he's right with what he mm-hmm. says. So you just take it because he knows it, and he's been there, been through it, knows what he's talking about. So you know he's right. So it might suck to hear from your dad. But oh no, no one, no one gets on your skin more than your dad. No one. No. <laughs> no. Nope. It's impossible. No. Outside of outside of football, what what are some other things like to do? I, I know I saw you're a big outdoors kind of oh, guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love to hit the lakes, hit a little fishing, a little hunting. I can't hunt anymore because the fall's taken away. But, yeah, big fish guy. I love fishing. I love, uh, yeah, pretty much just hitting anything in the woods. You know, wintertime, I was a big snowmobiler. Obviously, school kind of took me away from that. Summertime, hitting the lakes. That's about it. That's dope. And and he was a hooper. Big time Vivo. Oh, yeah. I did. I did ball up till my junior year. And then, yeah, stuff happened. I lost my spot. It is what it is. (laughs) Well, that, I mean, come on. You didn't lose your spot here. Let's 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 get more discreet for the people. Tatino Grace had a little bit of a a little bit of a, a recruitment type deal where a bunch of people oh, had came in. And that's that's private school. Everyone, technically yeah. everyone had lost their spots. So Joe Joe make it seems like he wasn't good enough to play. Well, no, he's just he had five D1 players ahead of him. So it's like 
Also, correct. did you when they transfer uh, there? Did you sort of just was like, this isn't happening? Like I already know I'm not going to play, not going to waste my time. Oh, I, I kid you not. Nick Carroll called me. It was during COVID. It was like right after the season. He's like, yeah, want you to be a leader on this team next year. Want you to be a captain. Like want you to participate. I really want you to play. Two months later, I see on Twitter that there's a kid coming from North Dakota, and he's like 6'10". Yeah. I'm like, oh, Nick Carroll just recruited my spot away. <laughs> Calls me literally an hour and a half later, and he says, yeah, I know there's going to be a lot of competition this year. You're going to have to compete for your spot. Really don't know what's going to happen. You're going to have to come out and compete. And I said, looks like I'm not playing then. Is that what you, on yeah. the phone? Yep. Quit right then there. What did he say? Was he just like, was he trying to convince you? No, not at all. He he, he knew what he was going to use to play. So I just was like, all right, yeah, I'm not well, going to play. And, you know, also you had bigger goals ahead. Not saying that basketball didn't matter, yeah. but it's like you, you, you wanted to move on. You had better things to do and you had better things to move on to. But, like, overall, at the end of the day, like, yeah, I mean – Look, I mean, look at their. I mean, they had a yeah. They got a he had a six eight guy to Marion. Then he had, uh, um, I mean, he had two six eight guys. Him and that Patrick kid. And then you got yep. Tommy, Tayson, CJ. I mean, the whole they had the whole crew. It really it just didn't work out. And you know what? But that's all right. Oh, it didn't work out for us. It didn't work out for any of that freshman class. Let's be yeah, right. no, our grade had like, when we came in. I mean, we thought we were the real deal. And then we had, yeah. I mean, they just took our spots and everything, bro. Yeah, we, we got recruited in. We're like, oh, we're going to be the real deal. And then he just recruited us right out. I was like, all right. So, well, I think you got the upper hand. Yeah, definitely. All American. I mean, I don't think people realize like how incredible that is. Like to do that as a freshman, not like coming in recruited to do that. Like, dude, mm-hmm. that's, that's insane. I was, thank you. I was looking at your profile, man. There's some, there's some people in the Notre Dame media who are very high on you, very high on you. Yeah, there's a couple. There's Notre a couple Dame like... media feels highly about Joel. So you know, hey, it's we're at 21 minutes here, 22 minutes. I I just have to ask you one last question. This is from my personal yeah. book here. Um, so when we were all played, I played, I met Joe in AU, eighth to ninth grade summer AU. And before that started, I was going to Centennial. I had no intention to go to Tino Grace or nothing. And neither did you. You didn't need any idea or anything. Neither did Max. I mean, really, we didn't at all. And then, you know, started just playing that year and being with Worky sort of convinced us. What convinced you to come to Tino? Because I know you could have went there. Your brother went to Creighton. You had some other family members. One went to Moundsview, right? And then you had yeah, I was enrolled at Moundsview. Yeah, yeah. Weren't you like wow. so? You were going to Moundsview for yeah. high school, right? Yeah, I was. I was in their like summer strength and conditioning for like a month, and then their head coach changed jobs and took the AD job for football. And Worky was already on me, and then Coach Ferguson called me, and I was like, yeah. Half. So I ended up switching. I ended up switching. <laughs> See, that's why we don't like Tatina Grace because we got to go yeah. against dudes like you when we do. You know. They do recruit. They're not gonna lie, we recruit a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Hey, it's not as bad as some schools. Creighton is a lot worse. Oh than yeah. Are. Well, they're, 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 I mean, you got you got recruited in high school. Football, I know. I don't know what happened to them because my brother was there. They were insane. Mm-hmm. They recruited everybody, mm-hmm. but now they don't. So, so when really you got know. recruited for college, you're like, oh, I've I've already been recruited before. <laughs> oh, like, let's let's call them now. What about <laughs> so how much have those nil deals start racking in yet? When you start making all that money for that, huh? Well, I've had a, I've had a couple, couple here really? and there, couple couple uh, interests. Yeah, we're we're in it. a lot of food <laughs> ones, a lot of food ones for the offensive line. Look at that! Look at that! Look at that smile on his face. He's gonna be <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, you, sure he did. Sure he did, Joseph. Sure he did. 
Um, but well, you know what, Joe? We we took it enough of your time here. We don't want to we don't want to hold you up. Um, we appreciate you coming on. You're our number. Oh, you're our third official guest. Um, yes. First football guest. First football guest. First collegiate guest. Because the last okay. guest was a pro athlete at the time, so you are the first oh, collegiate yeah. athlete. Um, we appreciate we'll you coming on, we'll taking out your time. Someday, I know yeah. it's a Saturday night. Can I just ask one thing? Oh, here we go. At what point will like my boy Carter Worky get on the podcast? We, little works. We can get him on. We can get him on, Please. Joe. Just Please. for you, Joe. We can get him on. Little works has to wait. Yeah. <laughs> I will set. I will post that on my story on my Instagram. <laughs> we, we will get little works on for you, Joe. You best believe it, buddy. Um, we appreciate you coming on. Um, thank you. Yeah, so much, dude. enjoy enjoy your awesome. night. Enjoy your time, Joseph. Well. Any other last words for the kid? Thanks, man. We're excited to watch you in the NFL someday. We'll definitely be watching Notre Dame this year for sure. Sounds good. All right. All right. See you, man. See ya. Wow. What a great interview. By awesome far interview. our funniest and most outgoing guy and best one of the better interviews we've had. Um, thank you, Joe, for coming back on again. Um, so we're going to dive right into it, uh, right into the regular pod here. We're going to start off with our Hot or Nots, everyone's favorite. Everyone loves it. Joseph, get us going. Get us started. So it's been a week since the Oscars, but the hot Oscars are my hot this week. And, you know, we've already heard every take possible from all the sides. But here's here's why I say hot. It is a week later and people are still talking about it. Mm -hmm. Do you think we would have been talking about the Oscars if it wasn't for that slap? No. Not even, dude, like people, more people were talking about Doug's mustache all week than the Oscars. Nobody cares about the Oscars at this point. Um, But thanks to Will Smith, really just put on a great show. Just put on a great show for everyone involved. He got like 2 million followers on Facebook or not Facebook, Instagram. He's hot. Chris Rock absolute stud so chris rock is or the so we have chris rock or the oscars for our hot of the week you could probably throw both see the thing is you could throw both in there the the move on chris rock's part now i understand the controversy about it i really do but i really believe that slap like you said no one gives a fuck about the oscars (laughs) like i'm sorry just no one not a singular one so with that i didn't even know the oscars were happening and then no, I saw I, that slap, nope. and then all of a sudden, it's the biggest deal in the world. Will Smith brought the Oscars back. He did. I mean, they should give him a pay. They should give him a pay raise, man. They should. I mean, they should. He well, single-handedly saved the news. Not. Yeah. I mean, it was it was truly a specimen and really special what he did. Um, that's a great hot. A hot on my part is so I just received a text. Actually, about a hot. That's funny. Just my good buddy Mason Lindsay had just texted me, and he said. I need to have the Pilot G2 pen as my Oh. Uh, have you ever ridden with a Pilot oh G2 my pen gosh, before, dude. Joseph? Oh, my gosh. That is the – that pen, bro. That pen will do something it, it, it He said it best. It will get you it going. It just writes like butter. It feels like there's a cloud in your hand. It makes you want to write. Hot. We live in a world of technology when we mm-hmm. are, can just hop on our phone and text. But when you have that mm-hmm. Pilot G2 pen sitting on your desktop – you want to write, and you want to pick that thing up because it just slices through like butter. Did you ever do the the gun thing with it too in middle school? Oh, you can make those things into a gun with the spring load. That boom, that, shoot it. At, that is a special pen. I'm taking that as my hot for the that, one of that's my. That's a one great hot, hots. dude. That's a great hot. My, I have another hot for the week, and uh, we we talked about the uh, USFL. I believe earlier. There's another league. <laughs> is there another fucking league, dude? It's called. Hear me out. 
the fan-controlled football league. I is this the one with Johnny Manziel and Drew? Yes, yes. Okay. Did you see who joined? I saw Terrell Owens. I did see. I thought it was a joke. <laughs> I thought it was an April Fool. Is it's that real? real? I think it's real. I'm not. I'm not wow. sure. To be fair, I was it April Fools that that came out. I think it was the day before, so I don't think it's an April Fool's joke. It, I think Tom He's, Brady, Terrell Owens, and Johnny Manziel on the field. Doing, Joseph, he is yeah. convincing these guys when they're fifty fucking years old to come out of <laughs> they retirement can still play. and play <laughs> against these dudes. And it's like, it, I'm telling you, he is a bad man for society. Johnny Manziel throwing touchdowns to Terrell Owens. You, you, th- you thought you'd never isn't see that the day. something? You thought you'd never isn't see that the day. something? I. That I didn't know that. I that is news to me. Um, I knew I it saw could be, something. I, it could be April Fool's. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it's I, not. I, yeah, I got April Fool's bad. I woke up and I had saw a post saying that the Vikings traded that uh, him Justin Jefferson to the Bears for David Montgomery, <laughs> and I felt. And you for believed it? it? I, well, I forgot. I didn't know it was April Fool's. I had woken up in the morning. You're half asleep, and I'm like looking at my phone. I'm like, oh my god! Like they just did gave you, up. Uh, they gave up. They don't care anymore. Did you like my uh, my little April Fool's TikTok that uh, I did like I it, made there? It was that was nice. TikTok. If you haven't seen it. We interviewed Tom Brady on April 1st. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought it was pretty convincing. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I believe it. It was a nice little edit. I believed it, and I knew it wasn't you true. You believed it, and you knew it wasn't true. Um, I, I'm going to go with another. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop on with another hot here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go Antonio Brown as my hot. Okay. Um, so, as most of you know, the last we have heard of Antonio Brown was that whole fiasco of on the field, taking his shirt off with the Bucks, you know. And everyone remembers it. And then after, he sort of went on this little rampage of hanging out with all these famous people and these celebrities and, you know, partying mm-hmm. and doing whatever. He's been kind of quiet recently. However, he does want to play next year. And there are talks now of few teams. No Bruce Arians, so possibly going back to the Bucks. We got the Baltimore Ravens with Lamar Action Jackson. Now, the reason I have Antonio Brown as my hot is because I personally think Antonio Brown could be a weapon for any team in the NFL. Oh, he could. I think it's he's just still a stunned. It's a matter of fact of if he will stay on the field. Exactly. The so my question to you is, Joseph, where do you see Antonio Brown playing next year? I think if he plays, it's going to be the Ravens. You think because so? Because his cousin's on there. I don't. I mean, I think it would be hilarious if he went back to the Bucks, but Bruce Arians still in the organization. So. <laughs> he's not falling for that. Yeah. Dude, I... Honestly, I think we need to talk about Tom Brady too with the Bruce Arians stuff. How Bruce Arians is decides to quit when Tom Brady comes back. I think Tom him. Brady pushed him out. He's sick of him. He said, I think, "I'm not. I'm sick of Tom Brady telling everybody what to do. I'm sick of Tom Brady telling me what you to think, do." You think you think Bruce Arians is sick of Tom Brady? That's why he left. Hundred percent. Hundred. I think I think Tom Brady said, "I'm not coming back unless Bruce Arians isn't the coach anymore." I don't think they like each other. That I much. mean, either way, he's a just. Yeah, he probably did, honestly. He probably went all diva mode on him and said, no, I want fucking, like, a better coach to right. listen to whatever we, I say. And, you know, Joseph, that, you, we might have done, be, you might be We have right done enough Tom Brady talk for, like, a year, but, yeah. Um, That's a great I have call. one more knot for the week. A knot. And a knot. So, a little backstory here. Uh, some of my good friends here got a hamster for their dorm room. I don't know why college students would want a hamster in their dorm room. True they, that. they don't do anything but poop and sleep and run around. True that. One of them thought it would be a good idea to let it out at like 6 a.m. one morning. 
There is nothing more demasculating than crawling around a dorm room on your hands and knees trying to catch a hamster. And this is one of the midget ones. So it's running everywhere under the couch. And I'm on my hands and knees trying to pick up this thing, which is like probably like two inches long, trying to put it back in its little rolly ball. Right. I have beef with hamsters now. So hey, hamsters are your not for the week because you're hamsters tr- are my not for the week. Experience Out of left field, but no, I mean, yeah. fuck. I mean, I'm not a hamster guy myself. I mean, I like hamsters. Obviously, I'll hold. You're not a rodent guy. I'm not a big rodent guy. But yeah, no, I mean, not, neither am I. I mean, you can't really be on the rodents. Can't really be on the side of the rodents, can you? No, I don't think unless you like are in Ratatouille. That's well, a even movie, that. It's like, what are we doing here? It's just, a, I don't know, the whole thing. I mean, I, I'm not a big rolling guy. Um, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna end us all off with one knot. Um, one knot. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one is, uh, how do I put this? What was once a best friend was once a loyal companion hmm. has now turned into my biggest enemy. Really? McDonald's. Oh, um, wow. Are we talking? Okay. So, I don't know if you it. saw, but we had talked about the McChicken, right? Yeah. And how it isn't a dollar anymore. Yeah. We had talked about the McNuggets going up in price. Mm-hmm. But there's Inflation. one thing we didn't talk about. Their ice cream machine that is never fucking working. I have gone to McDonald's the past three times. And I've asked for a McFlurry all three times because I haven't had a McFlurry in God knows how long. All three times the machine was broken. At three different locations, Joseph. So what what time of day were you going? I believe the first two times were at nighttime because it was pitch black. And then mm. the f- first, the other time was in the middle of the day. Okay. So I think as a former fast food worker, I think they just are lying to us. I think they just don't want to because they clean it early because you have to clean the ice cream machine. And if you clean it at like if you close at 10 o'clock, you clean it at nine, then you don't have to clean it again. So if someone comes out at 930, can I get a ice cream? Sorry, it's broken. But really, they just cleaned it. I don't know. Did you see they brought back their Szechuan sauce? Szechuan? You don't no. know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, I, I didn't see that. I mean, I don't think anyone ever should see that. No one should ever be able to point no, that. No, dude, point they, that they have a cult out. following, bro. The Szechuan, the Szechuan sauce has a cult following. You see that their McDonald's is teaming up with Sprite, and they're making their own little can or whatever? Oh. Yeah, they have like a Sprite can with like the McDonald's arches on it. Speaking know. of Sprite, dude, we are so off topic. But, dude, Cranberry Sprite, they changed it. Like, they changed the recipe, and it's not as good now. Oh, Me and the boys, like... That's fucking brutal, We would dude. rock some cranberry spray, yeah. but it's they changed the recipe. Why would but they that's, do that? But I don't know, dude. And they got rid of LeBron on the commercial. Well, we can live with that. Despicable. Uh, we can live with that. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's move into some Marsh Madness talk. We are currently recording this in the middle of the Final Four games. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pull it's, up on my know, phone right now. My phone... That's how scheduling works. Sometimes when you have, you know... Future NFL guests, you got to get them. You got to get them when you get them. You work around it. You get stuff you done. You it. make it. So you, you, we 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 work with what we have to do here. I'm looking at the score here for the game. It is it looks, currently 66-58. Kansas is up with less, little less than six minutes to go. Um, so just they were so up everyone clears, did you watch it? I'm I'm all over Kansas. 
I'm all over Kansas. All over Kansas. Um, I think Kansas was the right pick from the start. I think this team has experience. It's looking good, dude. I think this team is loaded with talent. I, I think this team is the one. Now, I like Villanova. I love Colin Gillespie. I love everything that their coaching staff has to. I do think that they are a soon-to-be blue blood. I do not yet, but I think they can be okay. with how successful they've been in past years. And obviously, this Duke UNC game is an absolute classic. I'm all over Duke on that one. So excited! I think it. I think it was all Coach Gay from the beginning. I think it was all meant to be. As much as he's a fraud, as much as he's a diva, as much as he's one of the only few human beings to ever announce a retirement tour ten months ago. Mm. Um, still, really, it, this has been a special Final Four, Joseph. This whole tournament has been great. It's crazy. It's, I mean, it's been great, and it's crazy I, how we got from like. So many upsets and crazy things, and all of a sudden we have basically four blue bloods in the final. Four like, blue I mean, bloods, and the the Duke UNC final four. I mean, talk about for one a great. That's way a to movie. End. It's a great. It's a movie. Filmmakers it, should have been hot this week, and then because they're making a movie. About not it only sure. that, you got these guys. I mean, just the Duke UNC combo is is that is mm-hmm. the game. If anybody had to pick one teams, they're like, all right, I'm gonna pick two teams out of this whole 64 team bracket to play against each other to figure mm-hmm. out. Just because I want to see them play, at 99 percent of people would pick Duke UNC. Guaranteed. Purdue and Purdue and Indiana fans wish they were what UNC and Duke fans are. Like they wish they had that. I big agree. Rivalry. Speaking of those, speaking of teams like that, um, I think one of the conclusions I think I can come with, like a summary after we're in the Final Four here of this bracket, mm-hmm. the Big Ten is a bunch of frauds. I think the oh, Big yeah. Ten absolutely had a horrendous. Garbage. Besides Michigan, Michigan stepped up to the plate when they needed to. They got all the way to the Sweet Sixteen. I mean, they, they had a great year. Um. But seriously, I mean, I really, I, I think, I, I, I Purdue I, sold us, man. The, it, Purdue sold us. Illinois sold us. I think, I just think overall, the Big Ten was a bunch of frauds this year, and I think this tournament really showed it. I really do, yep. Joseph. I, I love the Big Ten. I love everything about the Big Ten. I love what it stands for. It's great at every sport. Not, I mean, not great, but it's it competes at every sport. But this year, man. Coming from an unbot, like I love the Big Ten, but man, it was disappointing. It was disappointing. Even the Hawkeyes, you go with the Hawkeyes winning the Big Ten tournament, then going into the tournament and losing. That's sad. I, and the ACC once again. I mean, they got two in the Final Four. I don't know, dude. It just to me, it, it really shows the Big Ten is a bunch of frauds. It 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 shows this tournament showed a lot. I think this was by far one of the craziest March Madnesses we've had in a long. It was time. awesome. In a I mean, long, long time. And just with the whole St. Peter's run, and then you had the mm-hmm. that St. Peter's run. I mean, like you think about it. I was talking about this with someone the other day. Think about that Dougie kid, Dougie Buckets. Before mm-hmm. this tournament started, he was just some kid playing for some D1 school we never even heard of, St. Peter's, whatever. Now he's getting brand deals with Buffalo Wild Wings, and mm-hmm. he's a national-wide phenomenon over one tournament. That just shows you how magical the March Madness tournament is. That shows you how much this tournament means to people and what it can do. And I, it, that's what makes, it's that's why awesome. I love March Madness. It's a special it's time. It's magical. Three weeks. You cannot beat it. You cannot beat March Madness. Can't beat it. Um, it and I mean, it'll be interesting because when this episode releases, this these games will both be over. But I agree with you. I've got, I had Kansas and Duke in the final and right now it's looking good for, really good for Kansas. Looks like they're going to beat Villanova. They're up by like 12, but. Yeah, I it's gonna be awesome. Either way, and I, I wanna I wanna get your what's like the best out of the four teams, what would be the best in your opinion, the best final the best final matchup of the championship game? I just With think the most storylines. I just think it would have to be Kansas Duke. I think yeah, that I agree. Now 
that's not saying that if Villanova or UNC were to replace it wouldn't be good or anything. I'm just saying having Duke, I think all four are having amazing, Coach K in his national championship in his last season going against Bill Self and the Kansas Jayhawks, just a stud mm-hmm. team. It would be a great national championship game. They match up perfectly, perfectly together. And I think that that battle of the blue blood will be a true test. You know, you, if, for, if you look at this on Coach K's perspective in his last season here, I mean, he lost by 30 to UNC last time they played. If he gets this they final... They have to win. They if, have to win tonight. If he gets if they this lose final tonight, four win against UNC and then goes off and pulls off a win against Bill Self and the Kansas Jayhawks, he could not have asked for a better last season. No matter how... Mm-hmm. His retirement tour is complete. You can't ask for a better... Literally a better story than that. No way. I think... I mean... Villanova's going to lose, but I've been I'm really high on Jay Wright as a coach, Villanova's coach. And I think, you know, if he he's only coached 20 years and Coach K's coached 40, if Jay Wright coaches 20 more years, he has a chance to catch Coach K. But five championships in today's modern age of basketball where it is almost impossible to get to back-to-back finals. Like it it every year we see these teams just they fall apart. You know, Kentucky sitting at home right now with all the other blue bloods sitting, <laughs> sitting in the in the final four. Kentucky the got AP out first National round. National Player of the Year on the roster. He, there you go. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's been awesome. Like you couldn't ask for a better Final Four after in a great March Madness. It, even though didn't get a single thing right, had the worst bracket I've ever had. I don't care. It was awesome. I mean, you that's just how chaos it goes. At that point. Sometimes you just—I mean—that's really how it goes every year. You, you make the bracket, think it's perfect, and it just turns out to be a bust after like the third round. I mean, it's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, that, I mean, that's basically it. I mean, March Madness again, yeah. another great March Madness. Not over yet. Let's finish it up. We're finished out strong, but it was a fina- phenomenal March Madness. Couldn't ask for better. Um, let's move on to a little football here. Uh, Devontae mm-hmm. Parker traded mm-hmm. to the New England Patriots from the Miami Dolphins. Um. You know, they did just add Tyreek Hill, so not so, really screaming for a wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think that's a great move for New England. I, I've always thought that New England with Bill Belichick, when you look at that team, that's like a team that could be filled with, let's say, let's use them as high school recruits, right? They're the team that's full with a bunch of three stars, mm-hmm. no four or that fives. That chemistry. But God, that chemistry and that aura of just being a patriot and like the 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 team and like the franchise, like playing in that winning culture, I think that itself. So it's why you don't really have. I mean, you have Tom Brady, obviously, and then but before that, the next stud player was Randy Moss. Which, by the way, him and Tom Brady broke touchdown record, and they went undefeated in the regular season and got all the way to yeah. the Super Bowl. But which is what should scare you enough to show you why Tom can't have another Hall of Fame player on his team. Because that's what happens. But um, do you think they're? I don't. I don't know that they're going to be able to do much, though, dude. Like the nah. AFC is just too loaded. So I mean, it's a nice move, in theory, but they're just. I mean, they don't have enough. They they need more. They need more. A few more years to build that. I think the before. Patriots. I mean, are, I'm not going to doubt Bill Belichick. No, because it's, you he can't is put your money against them. The problem time, is, but, I just think the Patriots are going to be such a defensively heavy team for the next fair. probably like five to ten years. Not saying Mac Jones sucks or isn't good. I mean, he got into the playoffs, so he he's as a rookie, so he's fine. I'm just saying, yeah. like, it's just gonna be hard to outduel. It's Patrick gonna be Josh Allen. Exactly, exactly. That's that's my only so. worry is that I don't ever see them coming out of the bill. Like, I think the past 20 years, the Bills. I mean, they've beaten Tom Brady and the Patriots what like three to four times in that yeah. whole reign. 
since then, I think the Patriots have beat him like once or twice. Like yeah. since he left, and I think it's the Bills' time. I think it's the Bills' time to come take over the Patriots and just completely take over that organization. They've been getting their ass kicked for twenty years. Yeah. I think it's time for them to take over. They've been waiting for. So them. while we're talking about the Bills, we can talk a little bit about the overtime rules that they changed this week. Um, they will now both teams will get the ball in overtime in the playoffs, which obviously the Bills lost because Patrick Mahomes won a coin flip. We can get into that another day. What do you think of the new overtime rules? Do you like them? Does it matter? I don't know that it actually matters. I, before the overtime rules came in, my saying was always defense is part of the game too. Yeah. If you can't play defense and you can't stop them, mm-hmm. it, it is, I mean, it is what it is. You know, sometimes it, I think what really set people over the edge was just the fact, it really was that Bill's chief game in the fence set. I, to, in my opinion, I think the Bills deserved it more than the Chiefs. That's just me. I think the Bills fought harder. I think the Bills deserved that game. I think what Josh Allen and Gabriel Davis did that game against the Chiefs, and then not only that, like they had 13 seconds on the clock, and like what are the odds? No, I mean, not any other NFL team in the entire NFL is losing that game. But just because you're the Chiefs and you had Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, which you don't have anymore. Don't have anymore. <laughs> That like that, that in and of itself, like, I uh, I don't know. To I've me, got a pitch I don't for know. you. I don't know. I've got a pitch for you. Uh, NFL overtime rules. Instead of doing overtime, I think we should do UFC style fights between two players on each side, and you can choose the weight class, whatever weight class you want. But you could, in theory, have a sumo wrestle between, you know, Orlando Brown, who's what like six eight, three fifty, against one of the Bills tackles. They go out center, mid, midfield, 50-yard line, start sumo wrestling. Whoever wins, they win the game. Or you could go featherweight, have the kickers fight each other. That'd be pretty dope. <laughs> that. <laughs> that, would, that would not change the integrity of the game at all, man. I think that would do, that would do nothing except for change the integrity of the game. It would get good ratings. That I can't argue with. I always would said take good that. Ratings. I always said that to improve the ratings. That one player should be able to beat the shit out of one fan every year. Oh, I don't know if you saw Yusuf Nurkic when he got fined yeah. forty thousand and what that fan said. I don't. I don't know if you heard his his grandmother passed away of COVID in twenty twenty. I did hear that. Yeah, and then. Yep. The the fan was screaming like your grandma's a bitch, and then like your I'm, I'm a big supporter of athletes beating up fans. I've always said that if if an athlete was able to beat the shit out of one fan a year, just one fan, that's it. Like any athlete, not, not good fans, bad fans. Yeah, like I, like someone who's heckling, you know, is talking shit mm-hmm. to the fans, and then you could just be like in the middle of the game, be like, all right, come to center court, we're gonna fight. I think yep. if Joel Embiid got if someone got caught. Saying something to like Giannis or Joel Embiid, and they oh. said, "All right, you're let's go. We're fighting." I think if fans knew that could happen, I think there a would lot be less, zero lot, heckling. A lot more scary. Yeah. There would be nope. zero heckling. I'm not gonna do that, man. Could you imagine, right. like, being sitting in the fifth row with your fucking popcorn, screaming, "You suck, Giannis," <laughs> or something like that, as he's dropping forty against your team, and then have him being like, "You, you, you. middle court." Let's go. Let's go. And I would <laughs> fucking lose Dude, my shit. he wouldn't shit. even... I mean, you could not even get to him. He could literally just stick out his arm. Like, that's what like, I'm saying. And, like, these are those not... Those things are literally bean poles. These are not average... Like, these professional athletes are not average human beings. These are fucking freaks, bro. Like, Joel yeah. Embiid is 7-1, like, A lot less scary pounds, when you can bro. call him out on Twitter. Yeah, like, 
Even, but just like if you're in the stadium like and you're face. walking past them and you're saying like your grandma's a bitch when she's dead, you deserve just to get your, the, your shit kicked out of you. Yeah. Like you really yeah. do. Don't I mean in my opinion, I think you deserve to get your mm-hmm. your ass whooped. I mean, no, that's, I, I, that's a great take, man. Uh, you got anything else before we get to the top three? Um, let me let me look over a few things here. I don't want I don't want to miss anything. We we've been absolutely hot this podcast. This podcast has been a great podcast. Um. That was such a great interview. That interview Dude, overall, awesome. I, I can't get over that. I, I really, I really am impressed with Joe. Um, it's a great guy. No, I think I'm good. I think. Oh, right. oh, oh, what you got? Oh, April Fool's joke. I thought someone was signing Colin Kaepernick. All right, all right. <laughs> all right. Top three. Um, this week's top three. We are doing top three. Fast food restaurants. Now, when I had told some people about this, there was a lot of questions. Like, are we talking restaurant style? Are we talking like drive-thru? Are we talking, no, no, Just top three fast food. You know, not a sit-down place where you have to sit down. And there's no, a fast food restaurant, okay? Me and Joseph basically know here what the premise is. So I'm going to let Joseph you, start no, off. No, why don't you start first, man? You, I, I'm, I am up in the polls. Which, by the Dude, way. that was... It was so only, close. It was a one person. It was like one. It was vote. a one, one person changed the vote. One person. And I think, I think I, w- I will have to go back and look. It was like 51 to 49. It was. It was close that the was whole time. That was clutch. That was so, LeBron in the finals. Yeah, clutch, it was dude. a great pull off on your part. Um, So I'm down 3-2 in the series. That's fine. Yeah, you start. We're going to bounce back this week. I'm going to start us off here. Um, Top three fast food restaurants. And number three, I'm going Chipotle. Um, mm-hmm. Chipotle, you can't go wrong with it. It's healthy. It's got a lot of variety. Bowl, burrito, you can get the bur- the bur- the bowl and the burrito shell on the side. You can get the tacos, quesadillas, phenomenal chips. I think Chipotle great. is a great three. I think that that is for sure on my top three fast food. And number two, I think this is going to be controversial. I'm going Taco Bell. Okay. Um, I think Taco. Wow. Uh, well, no, here to hear me out here, Joseph. Whoa. I think when you are not in the right state of mind, and I also think that Taco Bell in general, I think Taco Bell is a staple for drunk food. I think it's a staple for intoxicated food, whether you're anything. Wow. And not only that, I think Taco Bell is more than versatile. You can get the the Doritos Locos Taco is one of the best tacos on this earth. Fact. A Dorito shell, you, you can't beat that. The breakfast there, whether it's the breakfast crunch wrap, whatever. I mean, that Taco Bell overall, truly a special place that is going in my number two. And you can disagree with me. I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of things to say that are. I'm, too, I would say like after one a.m. Uh, yeah, it's exactly. The Where are you going after midnight, Joseph? That's fair. I mean, you got to think about it that way. What's your What's your number one? Number one. That was going, an upset. Number so, one, there really is no other number one. Number one is Chick Fil A. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Chick Fil A, the There's staple no of all chicken. Uh, I don't know much. I, I don't know around the country like where there isn't and isn't Chick Fil A. I don't really care. I know it's in Minnesota and it tastes phenomenal. You got the sandwich, the nuggets, the their sides, whether it's the mac and cheese, the hash brown, the waffle fries. You can't go wrong with anything on a Chick-fil-A menu. And then the customer service, great mm-hmm. A. You can't, I mean, it's it's completely on it's completely Did, did you know I was a I'm a Chick-fil-A employee? I don't even think I've ever told you that. You work at Chick-fil-A? Yeah. What, Joseph? I'm a manager, bro. I completely forgot to tell you that. 
I did. That dude, was that is me. that is like the coolest shit you've ever told me. Right there, that what you just said wow. right there is the coolest thing you've ever told me. Yeah, it's you know I've been working there three years, so it's. Is this it the long. three years? Which one? Northtown one, Northtown, Blaine, Northtown. Oh, bro, I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. Did you liked it actually? You like working there? I liked it for like two and a half years and just gets a little bit tiring. After. I mean, f- any fast food job is going to get tiring after a while. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's like the best fast food job you have. I mean, I but can't yeah. even. Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A is the number one. It's not even close. It's the greatest fast food. Like I can't, I can't go some, I can't go anything different than you because Chick-fil-A is the greatest fast food joint of all time. Awesome. Um, I'm, I also have Chipotle in there, but I'm going to change it up a little bit. I got Chick-fil-A, Chipotle, and I'm going Culver's, dude. At Culver's? what? Culver's? Wait, what's Culver's at? All right, I've got Culver's at three, okay. Chipotle at two, Chick-fil-A at one. Okay. Culver's is the best fast food hamburger in the game. The it butter doesn't burger? Compete, doesn't compete. In-N-Out doesn't compete. Whataburger doesn't compete. I've had everything. They don't compete. Nothing competes with Culver's. Their fries are great. Their cheese curds are delectable. Delectable. You know what, Joseph? At, yeah. I, ha- I have Culver's as my honorable mention. I think Culver's... Okay. It's so good, dude. It is. It is. It, and the thing is, I I have you heard, go up with a. Oh. I have heard that people from Wisconsin take real offense because they believe that we Minnesotans believe that that is what real Wisconsin cheese curds and food is. And to be quite frank, I hope, I it, hope is, it is because those cheese curds are they are special. so good. Are They're special. so good. So good. So yeah, that's mine. Culver's, Chipotle, Chick Fil A. Again, not super different. But you have an honorable mention for us, Joseph. My okay. I think. This might be a little bit of a controversial take, but my honorable mention is Whataburger, and I know a lot of people in Minnesota don't have it. Whataburger? It's, Whataburger is like, it's Texan, and it's like you either love it or you hate it, and I happen to love it. Describe they got it the to best me, Texas toast on the planet. It's, it's burgers. It's, fr- it's, it's similar to Culver's, but not as Midwestern-y, I'd say, and they got you know, not chicken. Not as Midwestern-y. It's a little more like barbecue, a little more like Southern um, tech, but their Texas toast is what really takes it over the top. Canes, so that would be an Canes level of Texas toast. Um, I think it's better. Wow, Joseph, mm-hmm. that's a that's a bold take here. Now let me ask you this, Joseph, have you ever had In and Out before? I haven't had In and Out. Where would you rank your In and Out burger? So I go, for me, I go Culver's. Oh, I, I have another. Sonic's also an honorable mention. Sonic okay. is amazing. Okay. I go Culver's, Sonic, Whataburger, and then In-N-Out. You see, Joseph, I for me, so I went, so I've been to In-N-Out. I went to the actual In-N-Out on the Las Vegas Strip. And then when I went to the one in Texas, okay, I went to Texas mm-hmm. for, I was there for like a weekend for basketball. And I, we stopped at In-N-Out there on my first day. And, um, I, I Okay, here's what I'm gonna say. You it's know what? I, you know what stigma I hate, and this is, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say this for the podcast fans because I just need to say this. People who say In and Out is overrated. Okay, let's just let's just confirm this for a second. In and Out is a fast food burger. You're not gonna get it's a five star burger when you're going no. to In and Out. You're not going there to get the best burger you've ever eaten. You're going there 
in my opinion, is you get a high-level fast food burger. That's what yeah. you're getting. No, so, it, and it definitely it's it holds up. Now, from, we're from Minnesota, so In-N-Out's a big deal because we don't have In-N-Out in Minnesota. So when mm-hmm. we go to Vegas and stuff, we hit In-N-Out because it's fucking cool. We don't have it. Yeah. I hate the people who ruin it for everyone and say, like, <laughs> but it's so overrated. Uh, we know, bro. It's a fast food joint. It'd be like if someone came to Minnesota and tried Culver's and got your Culver's burger. There's really nothing that special about it. It's just well, a I good disagree. fast I, food burger. I would travel, I would travel way farther for Culver's than In and Out. I'll say that exactly. Right. And like, and I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not saying In and Out's bad, but I'm, I, I I hate people no, who good. say it's overrated because it's like no yeah. one rated it high. No one said yeah. it was a five star burger. I think In and Out is exactly where it should be. It's a high level high level fast food burger. Okay. It's iconic, and if you want to go get a good picture and have a Above average it's, lunch, it's the experience is what it is. I think the burgers. I think the burgers actually properly rated. Their fries aren't very good, in my opinion. No, not at the ex- all. The experience. But the experience. Going, I mean, I've been to many in LA where it's like. I mean, this is just. And by the way, LA, by the way, you gotta get it. The In and Outs in Texas. I don't know what it is, but the vibe and stuff is nowhere near. It's it's, it's got it. It's a West Coast thing, dude. I don't. There's some in Colorado now. Yeah, I don't think Texas. I don't think that's like. Obviously, it to, it, 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 I, it should be there, but at the same the time, it's like. Right. When I walked into that yeah. text, I walked I walked into both. First off, the one in the strip was absolute zoo. And it, <laughs> it, it was fun. I mean, but it was just, I don't know. It felt way more in and outy. When I was at the Texas one, it was just like there was like five people in there. And I was just like, it's, it's you know. It's Kansas a, just won, man. It you're is. Gonna win, you're going to win your bracket pool if you want Kansas already. won. Kansas pulled it out. Yeah. Look at go. that, folks. How, huh? How about it now, huh? How about it now, huh? How about them here? Jayhawks? Wow, eighty-one sixty-five. All right, let's finish up here. We've, yeah, let's get through. Uh, let's, let's finish the pod here, um, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for what an episode. Uh, this this was a great episode. Um, that interview, episode. Joe Joe Alt. I, I hope you're listening. Just to this. that that was standout, a dude. Um, just a standout dude. Just a standout guy. He's our guy for life. Uh, we're gonna be supporting him on his journey. Mm-hmm. And um, go fighting Irish, I guess. Fight, yeah, I guess go Irish. Uh, go our guy. We appreciate you guys turning in. Make sure you yep. guys get hit up our link tree and our Instagram and TikTok. Follow the TikTok. Follow the Instagram. Subscribe on the YouTube. Download on Spotify and Apple. Get to go. Everything. You know, get to know. Spread the word about the pod. Joseph, you got anything else for us? <sighs> let's go Blue Devils. Let's go. Never Blue said Devils. it before, but let's go Blue Devils. Let's go Blue Devils. All right, peace. <laughs>